Hi guys, welcome to For the Love of Business podcast. Where we host honest conversations with the people behind the businesses you love. We think it's so important now more than ever to highlight what it takes to survive and thrive as an independent business. And highlight what it really takes to do what you love and love what you do. I'm your host, Carolyn. And I'm Cody. And this is For the Love of Business. Hello, everybody. We are here in Carolyn's office in Mattituck. Our guest today is Charlie Manwaring from Southfield Fish Market. Charlie, how you doing? Very well. How are you? Carolyn, how are you? Awesome. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you so much for coming. <laughs> yes, Charlie is, uh, along with you, Carolyn, before we decided to do this together, was on one of the top of the list of guests we wanted to have on. And I think he will be our final guest for season one it here. Seems that way. Yeah, we've already kind As of we're... starting to feel the pressure of the season upon yes. us. Yes, all we were all just talking before we record, I... It's starting to just ramp up yeah. and you just feel it. Yeah, the days get longer. You always think that you have more time because uh, I guess that's just human nature. But I was definitely scrambling a little bit today and I was really looking forward to it. So I'm stoked that we're pulling it off. Yes, but we all got a time together. Cody and I like looked at each other like, okay, we got to wrap this up. Like, yeah. it's time to, <laughs> to, which is so sad because it really has been yeah. so fun. But we'll, we'll be back. We'll be back in the fall. It's 24 hours in a day, though. Just remember that. <laughs> yes, that's it. <laughs> yeah. And I know you work most of them, so... A lot of them. Yeah. Um, for those of you that somehow don't know, Charlie, obviously the leader of Southhold Fish Market on the east side of Southhold, and Sophie's Restaurant in Southhold as well, so... Institutions, well, man. Yes, Dude, I know, both. Yeah. That's right, work hard at it, you know. It's, it's busy. Both places are busy, so it keeps us busy. That's good. Uh, so take us back to the beginning, Charlie, just quick 30,000 foot view of background. I know, you know, growing up out here and how you got into the... The fish business that, as we know, just sucks you back in. Yeah, it does. <laughs> um, well, I don't know. I just, I started out, uh, I was a kid out on the East End here and um, loved fishing and stuff. My dad, my grandfather, both fishermen and uh, kind of where I started with them. And then as, a, as they were commercial, up, commercial, commercial yeah. fishermen. Yep. So I just kind of moved up with them and I used to be on the docks all the time, hanging out like Port of Egypt area. And before I knew it, I was hanging out with one of the owners of the business and he's like, Hey, do you want to work? that time I was 12, I think it was, when I first started working, and um, his name was Ace Cottrell, and he gave me the first opportunity to work in this business, and at first it was the bait shop, and then I moved over to the fish market, because I wasn't allowed to touch knives when I was younger, but <laughs> as I got older, I was I got better at it, and you know, and then um, when he sold, he sold to Den, uh, John and Pat Denizio, and they're the really ones that really made Southall Fish, Southall Fish. I mean, they, uh, you know, went back to the Morrises back in the day, but John and Pat were the ones that actually made Southville Fish Market the market. So, and that was in Port of Egypt in your old. That was in the old building. Yes. Yeah. Yep. So I, uh, I ended up taking over in '99 from them. Um, I was like 25, 26 years old, I think yeah. it was. And um, probably feels like yesterday. <laughs> yeah, I wish. <laughs> wish I had that much energy. That is crazy uh, to have like you know 20 years in a business and you're yeah. not even 50 years yeah. old oh, that's crazy I mean, that's nuts so, yeah. but yeah it was it was good i mean like they gave me my opportunity they taught me everything there and um you know they were getting ready to retire and i just i started at at that place and the first year we were there everything went smooth you know and then um we ended up having a fire 2001 wow and um we rebuilt and i ended up learning how to work out of a trailer for six or eight months which was kind of pretty unique and the town and everybody let us do it which was nice but yeah. um and then we re ended up rebuilding and i stayed there for like another 10 years or so wow 
And then, um, then I lost my lease there. They wanted us out, so they kept pushing, 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 and you know, I was trying to buy the place next door, you know, where I am now, and it wouldn't go. You know, the guy was like, "Yes, no, yes, no," and oh, so we went, stressful. Oh, I was, and knowing that, to be honest with you, knowing that I got kicked out of the place, it was getting stressful because I was going to lose what I worked so hard for. Yeah. So, um, so it ended up ended up going a long, you know, like a couple months went by. And um, to be honest with you, Sherry Clary came to my office one day. She says, get in my car. Wow. And she's like, I'm like, okay. And there she is with a Range Rover. And here I am in fish clothes. But <laughs> it's pretty funny. Hopefully you took your oilers off. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> so we went across the street. And she says, what do you think about this place? And I said, wow. That's what I've been trying to get for the last five years. And one thing led to another. And I ended up moving over there in 2012. Good for you, man. So it's already you know, been what eleven years then? Uh, twelve, yeah. Twelve, yeah. Yeah, God, it's been that's a huge change too. Did you find people were supportive from the beginning? Because you know how people are like, "Oh, it's not the same," and they're always like to kind of say what they liked better before. Like, how was that transition? That's a huge move. It was. It was a huge transition for me because I loved where we were on the water. Because every day you were looking at the water. It was a cool spot, you know, and it was unique there, you know. But yeah. I could, looking back at it, I go in there now. I could never do what I do now. So you were able to work more efficiently. Oh, yeah. I grew a hundred percent. Wow! So it was really? it was crazy, and you know, like when you're building things and you're thinking about, oh, I got the big cooler space, I got this, and I got that. <laughs> that gets tiny really quick. Oh yeah. So, I was just saying, what you have now isn't big enough too. So. Yeah, <laughs> what I have now, I just keep looking. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. You know, I should have built that bigger. I should have done yeah. this. So it's, you know, it's great. I mean, you know, I'll be honest with you. You know, nine times out of ten. Yeah, you know, I step in poop. I got to pick it out with a stick, but that turned into gold for me. And Good. you know, I have you know, I have a great business there. I have you know a lot of loyal fans and customers, and you know, I made it my home. I mean, basically, I live there more than I'm at my house. Well, it's cool to know that you were able to. It's kind of like that saying, "Wherever you go, there you are." So you made it what it was. So it didn't yes. matter really the location because you brought the vibe and you brought yeah. the quality and you brought the business. One hundred percent. I mean, you know, I've had a lot of help along the way. You know, there's a lot of people that have helped me shape what I am. You know, so like like starting with John and Pat. You know, they, you know, to be honest with you, John and Pat taught me the whole business and how to you know really work hard and you know do everything there and then I, and once I bought it from them I brought it to the next step and you know hey some things worked some things didn't so we went back and forth a million times with different things and now I'm pretty much set in my ways I just do what works well, sometimes <laughs> sometimes you're on your lane yeah. when you find what works it's you know you do stick with it yeah so how going back to when you're working for John and Pat how you know you just kind of kept growing and wanted to learn more and more was it they, they saw the potential in you I'm sure and started to train you but when did it really like the light bulb go off that you were like, oh, this is something I could do and excel at it? Probably when I was about 18. That was the first time, like, like John and I would always race. And I, 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 I show this to all my kids. We'd always race to open clams. Who could do faster? <laughs> who could? And I'd beat him. I didn't realize back then that he was teaching me to do a better job so he didn't have to do it. So that's what I try to do now to my kids. Hopefully so. your kids don't listen to this. <laughs> if they do, they do. That's um, great. But, you know? you know, and then, like, you know, they did see it because, you know, like, they could go away in the winter and I'd run it, yeah. you know, once I got out of high school. You know, I went away to college for two years and, you know, I'd come home and work weekends and stuff or holidays. And I still like the fish more. I like, I like what I do. Unfortunately, I love what I do. I don't like it. I love it. You know, I like the hustle and bustle. I love the... 
the thrill of every day, just, you know, knowing that I can get fish, I can sell fish, I can, I can, you know, you know, I can make something work and make money at it. And yeah, you know. it's rewarding when you know you're working at the place that brings out the best in you and yeah. you can use your skills and your, you know, strengths to something positive. That's like the dream. Yeah, like my grandfather said, you smell fish, you smell money. That's right. <laughs> that's what I say to everybody. They're like, oh, I know you say like that fish. Like, <laughs> I go into a place and they're like, oh, I'm like, hey, sorry, man. Yeah. Smell money to me. That's yeah, great. but that's also, I think, a sign of A, how hard you work and B, I, you, you have to, I, I just read something in a book. It was like a shepherd should smell like a sheep and it's the same idea. Like you're not sitting in the ivory tower looking down on everybody being like, oh, you look like you're doing a pretty good job down there. You know, yeah. anyone that walks in there into your fish market sees you cutting salmon, telling people where to go, moving stuff in the cooler. Like, well, especially when you enjoy Same thing with I you, Carolyn. It's the it, difference. You know. you know, if you're really like really loving the work, then that's going to translate into what you're doing. If you're someone who wants to build a business and then, you know, delegate to other people and go on to the next thing, I mean, sure, that's great too. But if you really love it, I mean, why not? You know, yeah. first, that's. And Carolyn, I've said before too here that like, if you don't love it on those like Saturday afternoons when you're cranking <laughs> and you're, you're obviously in the wrong spot and you're obviously. You know, you do love it because you've been doing it for so yeah. long, you know, but um, talk us through that when you'd finally get the spot across the street and you're going to be able to do more and grow more, you know, who did you, you know, was it family, friends, like leaning on exactly how you were going to plan on growing or you just said, I'm just going to keep putting one foot in front of the other, working hard and everything will kind of fall into place eventually. Yeah, that's, that's kind of what I did. I mean, the, the concept for me was a friend that came to me and says, hey, we're going to take you out to dinner up west. So we, I think it was in Lindenhurst or something. We went to a fish market that's kind of like the same as mine. And he said, this is what you got to do. So, and then I was like, wow, that's a pretty cool idea. So I brought my wife up there and we, we looked at it. And um, she's like, yeah, we could do this. And, you know, but I mean, it was, it, when I took over the new building, it was, it was really scary because, you know, I went from having like a little monthly you know, payment to like a huge one, sure. you know, so and I, everything else costs more too on top of it now. Yeah. So, I mean, I was skills. like, I, I mean, I remember when I first took over the first year, I was like knocking on people's doors. Hey, uh, can I borrow a little bit of money? I, I'm not going to make my mortgage payment. Yeah. And they're like, okay. I'm like, listen, I swear I'll pay you next week. I, you know, I just, you know, and then it took me six months to figure out how to make the payments, you know, and then it's the same thing, you know, like I couldn't have the best kitchen at first I had to buy used stuff. And then as, as I got a little more money, I bought, you know, newer equipment. And now, now it's like, you know, you buy what you want because you need it. You know, it's essential to your business and you, you know, you have to have it. That's, that is a really good message because I think when people are first starting out, everything looks real nice and shiny and you want what you want. And I say you can have everything you want, but it's usually just not all at once. And we do the same thing too. It's, I'm going on my like 14th season at Love Lane and it's like, we, this year we like redid the outdoor patio and last year we redid the banquet and the year before that we redid the bar and the year before that I did some work in the kitchen and so little by little you make the money and you spend yeah. it and you yeah. make the money and you you put it back into the business so it wasn't you know it's not built right away you know it's, it takes time and it's you know I was lucky that the building got built right away you know what I mean but but other than that like you know we're constantly changing things you know constant layouts or different things so it's just whatever works you know, I try to streamline everything there, you know, and that, that's the key that makes us, you know, we want people in and out, in and out, in and out. You know, we want to be, hey, how you doing, da, 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 and then, you know, it's just bye. the volume, yeah. I mean, it's not, not that I want to say bye, yeah, but no. I just, Did you know. You, do you guys have, is this like something that keeps you up at like 2 a.m.? You're like, oh, if we move this case over to this side, and then you're just like moving things around, or? I, I'm usually up at 2 a.m. <laughs> me too. I, I sleep about four, four hours a I night. I don't know how you do it. 
And, uh, yeah, I'm usually up. I usually talk to the fishermen in the middle of the night. So I'm talking to them. I watch TV. You know, I might nod off a half hour here or there. But, yeah, I, I, I stay up a lot of nights thinking, man, if I just could have done this and done that. But it happens. You know, it's business. If, if you're a business owner and you're not up in the middle of the night worried about things, <laughs> something's wrong. You're not, you know, you're not... I'm sorry. I mean, yeah. and, and still, because, I mean, I was just talking to someone today about how, um, you know, that unpredictability never really goes away, but the tolerance for it kind of increases a little bit, where you scare a little less easy, yeah. like I used to in the beginning of the day, like the beginning of my business. Oh, yeah. But, you know, it is, it's it's tough. You're like, like you said, you're borrowing money or you're trying to make it work. And then it feels so good when the wheel starts turning and you get the momentum. Yeah. But are you, I mean, it's still seasonal for you or? Yeah, it's, I mean, obviously the summer's great, um, but we have a great year round clientele too. So it's not, it's not that bad, you know, like, you know, we downcycle the kids that are working. So the, the payroll comes down a little, but for the most part, it's great. I mean, you know, it, it's a year round business that we all, you know, we all, you know, I'm, I'm lucky I have my family work for me. So, you know, like they're, they're always there working with me, my sisters and I have my brother there. So it's, it's a nice tight knit community that we watch out for each other like hey you take this week off you you go home today you know so or even like the even like the you know the people that are working out like hey you don't you want a day off just to go ahead you know and it works out great that way in the winter time but in the summertime it's all yeah. hands on deck yeah seven days a week just smile just the, yeah. the team that to depend on like that's everything yeah. for sure and that's it you, you, you know that and that's what i try to you know, I try to instill on in my kids, you know, you know, like a lot of the newer kids that are coming in, they don't understand. Like when you call in sick, it, it screws up everybody. So I try to, I try to really instill to them, like, you got to work. You got to, you know, if it's your day, it's your day. And you know, people so, are depending on you. Yeah. I mean, you, you know, it's just, you know, we have a set plan when we go in the morning. If they don't, if someone's not there. Yeah. It's a bit of a monkey wrench. And then you're, you're, you're backpedaling all day. So, you know, and I'm lucky. I, I, I get a lot of young kids when they're 14 and um, you know, I've had a lot of success with young kids and they stay with me until they're 22, 23, until they move on to their, their career jobs. So, it, which is kind of in my, I, I, I look forward to that. You know, that's kind of my, like, I wouldn't say my, like, it's my, aha, I got yeah. them there. You know, Aww. I know you've said that Carolyn, like you have kids that, you oh, know, you God, had yeah. when they were you know, friends, kids that yes. come to you when they're 14 and then suddenly they're graduating college. Oh and you're God. like, what? I know. It also really, makes feel old, but that's it, does. Old. <laughs> it does. Oh my God. But I, you are really proud of them though. And you know, it's, it is kind of tricky because you're teaching them how to, you know, I, I mean, I don't know all of the checklists you guys have over there, but you know, how to be an employee yeah. and how to, that the work that you're doing might seem like you're just coming in and clearing tables, but it's such an important part of our, of our system and our mm -hmm. day and how things roll that we really do need everyone. And what you do is really important. You're not just like, you know, some cog. It's like you you really are like yeah. part of the fiber of, of how our success and how we depend on each other. And you're like teaching that too. Yeah. To the, and to and still in work ethic. That's the key. You know, like kids today, like I just, you know, the new ones come in and, you know, you got your good ones and then you got your other ones. So it's like, yeah, you know, it's like, I think he's going to be good. So I'm going to pay a little more attention. And all of a sudden you're like, man, <laughs> you know, I'm a little upset, you know, I'm like, uh, yeah. but you know, it's, it's just, I guess maybe I was like that when I started too, you know, right. I know I was a pain in the butt when I started, I was like, I wanted to learn everything. I was running around, you know, I do this, I can do that. You know, and I, I just remember, you know, I remember him saying, no, 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 no. 
Yeah. Calm down. We're not so, giving you knives. No, no knives. And then I started. I, I used to I used to take rotten bluefish, rotten porgies. That's how I learned how to fillet. And anybody oh, knows that if you cut fish, rotten stuff rotten is fish. hard to yeah. cut. So it's all <laughs> mushy and soft. But I learned and I got good over the years, right. you know. That's awesome, though. That's so nice they took you under your wing. And then, like, they must be very proud of you now, too. Yeah. Yeah, they were. I mean, they uh, John and Pat passed. Um, but they were very, they were very proud about to see it. what it turned into. Yeah, I wish, I wish they actually got to. Patsy got to see it, but I, yeah. I wish John got to see it more. He got to see the tuna can trailers when we had the fire, you know. But that's wow. all he got to see. Wow, such a legacy. Though. Yeah, no, he was. Very they cool. were, they were, they were good people to me. I Aww. think, uh, you know, some people look at, or, you know, if you're from out of town or this that, you're driving to South of like, oh, this is a nice place. Like, you know, people just kind of think those institutions just pop up overnight and don't really understand what it is and how it is that it took to get there. And I think, uh, you know, I know how hard you work and how much you work and (laughs) how little you sleep. And just, I think, uh, it's, it's fun to kind of peel back the curtain and see. So tell us a little more about like when you were once you're in the new place and kind of established foot down, how did you start to grow a little more trust? I mean, I'm guessing sure it's leaning on family and friends, but, from going to just kind of doing everything yourself in the trailer to now delegating and be like, all right, you're in control of this, Candace or somebody, you know, walk us through that process. Candace that is one. your sister? Yeah, Candace. Okay. She's like the main manager there. Okay. So, like, um, I'm going to give up this. Here we go. Yeah. Back like, up slowly. <laughs> I still have a hard problem doing that. Yeah. But because I like total control of everything. But over the years, you have to, you have to learn to do that. You know, it's, you know, you have to trust your crew that's there. And, and that's what I do. You know, like, I can't do everything. And right. I know I can't. So I just kind of, I kind of take care of the one side. She takes care of the other side. And, you know, it's just, it, it's hard to, it's not hard to delegate. I mean, it's because it, we do it well. Like, everybody kind of knows what, because we've been there so long. Everybody knows what their job is. And that, after that, you know, then they'll grab a couple kids under their wing their favorites, you got favorites. <laughs> Everybody's got favorites. Trading back and yeah. forth, yeah. yeah. No, no, he's with me, you know. I'm like, no, this one's with me and only. So we do that a little bit too. Uh, I mean, Nicole always gets first dibs because she makes the schedule, but we're always just like, can you have this? I can you put him on Saturday nights? Can I have this person on Saturday nights? And and she's like, okay, well, I'll give you this person if you take this person. <laughs> no, it's like so great. It's not that they're bad. No, it's just it's you know, not. it's just funny. It's funny and sometimes people work together better. Yeah, you kind of have to play that card too because yeah. then it makes the whole day yeah. better for everybody well it's just it i mean it's all about you know having laughs and stuff. i mean that's the one thing at my shop like we work hard and we play hard and that and and to me that means a lot you know like some people go to work and they grumpy and they leave and that's it they go to work they do the job and you know we all kind of hang out afterwards like it's at night sometimes we'll be there an hour hour and a half later all talking just of the day of the customer you know what somebody said something dumb or, you know, it's yeah. just, it's amazing. Like some of the questions that we get, and it's like, you know, I always, I always joke. I'm sure you feel the same way. You know, those like, you know, those eating establishments that have like the wall of fame or shame for yeah. like challenges that failed. I want like parking spot failures, <laughs> dumb shit that was said. Excuse <laughs> me, friends. Just like, it's yeah, um, I digress. It's uh, really funny because yeah. my sister and I were actually just on a little like adventure yesterday in the car for a while. And we were like writing things down. Cause we just, I mean, it's like a book's worth of ridiculously funny stories and some are sweet and some are silly and some are maddening. But, um, 
you just can't make it up. You know, you just no, cannot make no. up some of the stories. And it is nice to be able to lean on your staff and not in a negative way, like you're all being mean after work. Oh, but no. You just blow off steam and yeah. you have that camaraderie. And it does create a culture of just a team. Team, yeah. That That's that's kind of like what, like, um, Candace is really good at that. Like, like I, I'm a screamer at times and everybody knows that. So, but... Two minutes later, I'm giving you a hug and I love you again, you know, but I just had to let out what I had to let out. And so Candace is really good at putting out those fires. So, and she's good bringing everybody back together, you know, like, oh, he's just being, you know, it's just Charlie, just calm down. <laughs> He'll be fine in two minutes. Yeah, two minutes, you'll be yeah. fine. But yes, yeah, so, I mean, she's, she's a huge help there. And even Cindy, my other sister's there. She's, you know, she's great too. You know, she's been in it in the banking industry. So she's dealt with customers. So she knows how to deal with people. So that's great. And Chris, Chris is in the back and he'll just come up and he'll say something crazy to me like, you know, do you believe this? You know, and I'm yeah. like, oh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> it's nice to have that sounding board sometimes, though. Yeah. yeah. Especially when it's family, too. It's, you and know. It, well, it has to do with a little bit of alcohol afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> one or two drinks. Secret ingredient. <laughs> you know, everybody's happy after that. There was this one funny summer I had. I was kidding. But someone was like, you know, you're always so cheerful. And I, I mean, it just never seems like anything was off. I was like, oh, I'm just really drunk. Like, I, I've just been drinking tequila all day. All day. And they were like, oh, my God. I was like, I'm ki- I am kidding. This is drunk. But, but she wasn't. It could be true. It could be true. You'll that never clear, know. That clear soda was not clear. The soda. Oh, God. It's terrible. Terrible. Uh, talk to us a little bit about uh, the decision to get into Sophie's and kind of how you took that place and revitalized it into the place now that is such a local spot that everybody wants to be just how a the decision to go into it and then b that process well the dis- decision to go into it was tommy grant and i both um he's the half owner and we just uh we played darts there every night uh every week and we always said god this place could be so good if we could just get the right people in here and it just it it went on for months and then uh, one day he calls me up and he says hey um i want to try to buy this place are you in and I was like, oh, I was like, I don't know. I said, I, I got to call my wife. Hold on. <laughs> so I call my wife up and I'm like, yeah, I got a weird question, but I'm going to, I'm going to throw this at you. And what do you think? And I said, I, cause we had talked about it prior to it. And, um, I said, so um, Tommy wants to buy Sophie's and he wants me to be a partner. What do you think? Yes. Wow. It wasn't even, it wasn't even like a, a split second. She said, yes. Cause she was in the restaurant business. So, um, which so makes like, it even more surprising. Yeah, she was like, yes. <laughs> so I said, okay. So we went, met up with Jenny at the time, and we ended up buying her out, you know, and then, you know, she always had, like, you know, we took care, good care of her. And um, and believe it or not, when we when we actually bought Sophie's, that's what actually got me thrown out of the other fish market because the people that owned the, my old place, they were like, well, if you have enough money to buy that, you should have enough money to buy a fish market. And I was like, well, I never knew I was... In trouble. That's you know, a little you, huge miscommunication. Yeah, right. You know, if I knew that, I wouldn't have bought Sophie's, but I had already bought Sophie's. We were getting ready to open, and they kicked me out like they wanted me out like Fourth of July weekend. That's I was very like, silly. Yeah, so I was like, "Woof, that's not good." But but we got through it, um, you know. And, when, and when, so that was back in like 2012. Okay, well, that was a big year for you then. Yeah. <laughs> Two places. Yeah. That's so funny. 2012 was when I bought Love yeah. Lane, and I dubbed that year the year of being bold because I bought Lovely Kitchen and I got married that year. That's so funny. I, well, I didn't get married that year. I got married already. <laughs> <laughs> it's still a big year for you. Yeah. So, it was a big year, yeah. So what was it like then doing both of those, like, you know, kind of 
that dream. You're like, this, we can make it so great here. That takes a lot of work. Yeah, well, Sophie's is like its own animal. Um, you know, it, it's so small that, but you want to keep it like a local place. And that's what we're trying to do. You know, there's a lot of talk now because we, we did do a lot of renovations in it just recently. Make Just trying to make it nicer. We're not looking to go crazy. Right, you're not trying to make it a white tablecloth. No. no, I mean, we're just trying to make it nicer. And we're trying to bring a different vibe. That's all. So when I first, when we first started, I, I mean, I remember walking in and there was red carpet on the floor, a drop ceiling in it that we, when we put our hand up through it, there was actually uh, uh, poles that were hand chopped by an ax. That was, it was, it's built, it's built by logs. Wow. That whole place pegged and logged and they were like, they were hand chopped. And I was like, oh my God, what, what did we get what, ourselves what into? I'm like, oh boy, I'm looking around. So I was like, oh God. This was, so, this was just an idea over darts. Yeah, we, we just wanted a place to play darts on Wednesday night. And I'm like, we, we, you know, you touch one thing and then the next thing and the next thing. And I'm like, oh, we got a lot of Turn it to dust. We got a lot of work oh here. My God. So, you know, and, and thank God Tommy and I didn't need any money. So, you know, we were, we took money out to do the renovations, but we didn't really... It, it's not our first business, so we didn't need the money, which is great, you know. And so we just every every dollar we made, we put back in, put back in, and put back in, and we're still doing that, you know. Like we make a little bit of money, put it right back, and it just, you know, we're trying to make it nicer, we're trying to bring it up a little class here, and you know, we got a great chef in there now, so that that's that's a big help. Yeah, you know, it's the world when you have a good cook in there and everybody's happy, you know. We do have the coldest beer around. That beer is ice cold in that box. That box is like 30, I shouldn't even say that. It's like 30 years old, but that baby's cold. Yeah, I know. Knock on something. Works. No, I mean, that's impressive to go from the idea of, oh, this place has so much potential, but then to actually execute it and to make it what it is. To, I mean, it's easy to say now again, like, oh, everyone loves Sophie's. It's great. Yeah, it looks so later, nice inside, yeah. you know, but there was a lot of, I'm sure there was a lot of late nights yeah. Leaving the fish market and then, oh, I got to go put out a fire at Sophie's. Not a little fire, but you know I'm what I mean. Still, it's still, still, I know, every, I, every I still. Wow. Every yeah. night I'm there, you know, we, I stop by, make sure everything's okay. Um, the, the hardest thing is just like, you know, just keeping it going. You know, it's like, it's a love-hate situation. You know, we we had nothing and we, we built it up and now, you know, you just, you got to keep it going. It's It's a train. Do you find more seasonality there than at the fish market? Nah, it's pretty much year round now. Okay. Um, it's pretty much. I mean, we used to lose a lot in the summer, but we built that trade up now too. So I'm kind of. I think this summer is going to be a little bit better. I think you Good. know, w people don't want to go to Greenport as much because it's so busy. Yeah. So we're starting to get some of the back. Well, especially they got Frankie and his crew too. Yeah. Now, you know? I mean, you know, so we we got the good chef and you know we got we got a good crew in there. We got a good good vibe going, and we want to try to just keep it going. And that's the thing, you know, like you know, like. You got to keep it moving, you know. The, the train, if it stops, it's no good. You know, you, I look at every night when I go there, I see who's there, and I'm like, oh, that they're new. Oh, they're new. So I, I like that now. You know, I like seeing new people, and they, they might have heard it from, you know, being at the fish market. Oh, Charlie owns that. 
which is a big help for us. That's or great. Tommy, you know, yeah. does a driveway or lawn for somebody, and you know, he gets a customer. You know, so it, it works out well. I mean, cross pollination. Yeah, and I mean, it's, a, well, it's such a testament too to your reputation because if someone has a nice experience at the fish market and vice versa, then they're going to know they're going to get a quality experience. That's it. And if they don't at either place, I, I get to hear yeah, it too. It's, it's the <laughs> I, every day at IGA, every day at Seven Eleven. Do you know? Yes, I know. Oh, I know. <laughs> it's tough, right? Yeah. It's funny how those those. The critics kind of they they seek it out and then wait till like at the bar room late night and then he really gets a good critic. Yeah, <laughs> like ah, pointing fingers. I gotta go. See you guys later. Peace. Oh my gosh, I know it's tough, but it's always there's always more good than bad. Yeah, I know one hundred percent. I mean, you know, everybody, you know, we we try to take care of everybody and in both places, you know, as Cody knows and you know, you 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 always want someone to to leave happy. You don't want someone to leave not happy. So. We work hard at it. You know, we all do. And that's a testament to your business and his business. You know, we don't want people leaving cranky and mad because, you know, down the road they say something. Yeah, I know. You know, sometimes I wonder if, like, I mean, for the majority, like we said, it's really quite lovely. Just like with the staff, you know, there's a few that, you know, you have to work a little bit harder for or on. But, like, sometimes you just can't win everybody over and you have to kind of let it go, too. Yep. No, that's... Customer service. Like Have staff, a nice day. someone's yeah. someone's not gonna get it. Yeah, there's another place down the road. I know, and I, you don't want. I like it's like you don't take anyone's business for granted. But sometimes you're just like, well, maybe we're just not for you then. That's okay. Um, like, so I, I love everybody's money. Believe me. I mean, I'm you know, but it's just you know sometimes it's like, ah, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, it's a tough pill. To I'm getting older too, so I say that a little more too. <laughs> but back in the day, now I'm like, oh, no, it, I yeah. need your money. Now I'm like, yeah. <laughs> you know, out. I know we had someone kind of cranky the other day to leave and I was just kind of like, well, it doesn't sound like anything I'm going to say is going to change your mind. And clearly I'm very sorry. This was your experience. That wasn't our intention, but it, you seem like it's nothing I, I'm going to say is going to work. So I'm just going to let this one roll, you know, like, I'm sorry. Have a nice life. You try to please them all, but you can't. Yeah, no. you can't. It's impossible. And there's some that you'll never please. Yes. You know, they, they just do it to get you angry and get the staff angry and they just want to get something out of you yeah. for nothing. Well, it sounds like you probably have enough of that. Like you were saying before, when everyone's kind of sitting around and they have each other's back and they're helping each other out because then, you know, you know, you, you see the bigger picture and you right. just kind of like brush it off and you can like lean on someone and be like, Oh my goodness, this person. Or, and then you just move along. You don't like take it, you know, nope. you don't take it in, you know, go in cooler. Yeah. <laughs> have a yeah. quick one. Okay. I'm good. <laughs> no. How, uh, talk to us a little about COVID, how that, the craziness of those months and it just. Being the third business that had it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just, I don't know. I thought it was really admirable the way you tackled it and then dove right into you staying totally open did. right was, away. You know, yeah. communication it was, was really awesome. inspirational. It was, it was right on point. It was really just. Thanks. It, it was, it was refreshing in a way where it was like, all right, listen, we're in this together and you just had a really good outlook on it. And. I think too coming from you, I think it meant a lot to people because like they know you, the they trust you. Almost, you know? Yeah. Well, going into it, like, I mean, I I'll be honest with you, I the like the second or third day after you know they shut me down, like I was pretty bummed. I mean, I I was you know I actually got like almost upset, and I was like, listen, I got to get a handle on this. I was like, you know, we gotta we gotta bounce this out. You know, I mean, I knew I had one guy in the hospital. You know, he was fighting for his life at that time. Jesus. And, you know, you know, I, I really was like bummed. I thought I was going to lose my business. You know, that, that was the more, that's one thing I was really worried about was him 
and losing my business. Sure. I'm like, you know, because everybody's going to put that stigma. Oh, you, you know, you, you know, and they still do. You're like, oh, you're the third business. I'm like, yes, I know. Still here, though. Yeah. <laughs> still, we're still getting <laughs> Last it. Last laugh. But, um, but, you know, so, <clears throat> so then, you know, like we were sitting around the house and, you know, I was like, well, you know, I went and got a log splitter and I started splitting wood and stuff. And then all of a sudden, like people were calling my cell phone. They're like, hey, you were right. And I'm like, yeah, why? They're like, oh, you know, everybody's got you being in a hospital dying. And I'm like, oh, I got to get out. Of, I got to get above this. Get in front of it. Yeah. yeah. So, I, you know, and that's when I did that, that little video, put it on Facebook so everybody knew. And it got, that's I don't great. know, hundreds of thousands of hits. I mean, yeah. It was crazy. But I just wanted everybody to know that, hey, I was okay. You know, I was okay. And, you know, we're, we're, we're hoping this guy's going to be okay, which is my head chef now. And he's still, you know, he's, he's still with us. But, I mean, you know, there was a couple of days that he was, he was bad. And, you know, like just, I thought I was going to be honest with you, this third day, I think it was the third day we went to back to the fish market and we cleaned it and we totally bleached it. I almost died myself just to how much bleach I put in oh there. <laughs> I had, oh my God. Charlie was fine, but he went to clean. <laughs> <laughs> we had so much bleach in that place. It was like, I sprayed everything. I threw everything away. And I mean, was it was like, just such a terror. Like no one knew anything. No. We didn't know what was going on. No one yeah. knew how to handle it. It was just, there was just so much fear and yeah. so much. And it was fear, you know, like we didn't know. You know, and you know, you, you see it on the news, and you watch one station, they say this. You watch another, sure. they say yeah. that. Oh, you know, they just they, they they put fear of God. Like right now with the wildfires in Canada, and smoke's mm-hmm. coming down here. You know, it's all you hear about. Oh, you can't go out and breathe. It, it's 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 air. It's you are you're gonna be coughing for a couple of days. You'll be fine. You know, and we were lucky that this. You know, they figured it out fast enough, and and we were fine. You know, good. Yeah, and fast forward a couple months, and we were all busier than we ever were. So yeah, going going into COVID was one of the best things for my business because everybody, you know, everybody, uh, you know, was cooking at home and they second houses out here. I mean, that, that was, that, I mean, it, it was horrible for you for me, and me at Sophie's cause yeah, you know, the I mean, it was the restaurant world suffered. Was, yeah. you know? I mean, yeah. we did take, it was out. interesting to see how, like what businesses were rocking and then yeah. other people were just like, Oh my God. Cause I, I totally thought we were done, you know, and yeah. I didn't know what to do with myself either. It was a terrible feeling. We flipped it around and we started doing takeout and, you know, sure. I mean, that's, I mean, that's that saved, saved us, us, you know, it's saved, saved us. even as Sophie's like, you know, you came to the back door and we handed you a bag, you know, yep. put it in your back seat, you yep. know, out the door you went, you know, give me your credit card. And number. people were really going out of their way to support. Oh, 100%. I mean, it was amazing. I mean, that, I mean, for, for me and for my neighbors and for small businesses across the North Fork, people were really going out of their way to make it, oh, make yeah. it. <laughs> when when we oh. were home for the three weeks, because I had to be home for three weeks when we first started, you know, I, I get a I get a text, hey, I left you a bag of something on the front porch, you know, and people like dropping food off, and I was like, all right, well, I still can go out, you know, but you know, we just mask up or something, but yeah. it was fun. That's good. I mean, it's it's kind of, in a way, it's interesting to look at what came out of that in oh. such a kind of positive way. I think yeah, and and it was actually neat in a way to see. Like you said, what businesses did okay? You know, I mean, businesses changed their whole outlook, and the, you know, I, I still feel like Sophie's does more takeout now than we ever have. Mm. You know, because people are still in that. Oh, we just get takeout; it's easier. And you know, it was. You know, yeah, and, it opened up some different avenues. Like we did yeah. online; we started online ordering. We started, diff- you know, just yeah, doing right. things a little bit differently, more efficiently, more efficiently. Sure. Yeah, yeah. That, and that's the same thing with us. Is like. You know, you're like, I, uh, like a year ago, I would say that would never work. And now right. everything changed. It was like, whoa. Do you think that that helped you like in now, you know, we're coming out now for years of that. Do you think 
that's helped your mentality staying a little bit more open-minded because I know you originally you were kind of joking around about being like set in your ways which you know it works yeah. so I totally respect that but do you think that you're still like maybe like oh well I would have probably said no to this but these last few years have made me realize I need to evolve and I need to give things a second chance. I'm getting a website. <laughs> I was wondering if that would ever there come down go. the line. Wow. So yes. Wow. 2023 <laughs> is here. Charged, yeah. I, you know, I've, I stayed. Nope. 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 And finally it's like, all right, it's coming. There well, you, you know what? I, it, it's, it's a smart move because you could do a little Oh, I know. I, it's just, I'm just stubborn in my own ways, That's you know? That's so funny. And it, it, it's just funny, you know, it's like, there's there's different things like, you know, I'm like, oh, I should have done this five years ago and I didn't, oh, you know. Oh, that's the, I know. You got to just keep and it. And once you do it, it's Yeah, once like, you have it, you're yeah. going to say. Oh, what was I thinking? <laughs> so funny, right? I'm like, now, how did that process come to be? Who convinced you or was it a team decision or... It was everybody bothering me for a while. Yeah. <laughs> Just shut everybody up. We'll get the website. <laughs> Somebody comes in and says, hey, I'm going to build you a website. I'm like, nah, I don't really need one. And then they're like, no, you do. And I'm like, nah, I don't. So then a week goes by, they come back again. They're like, hey, I'm going to build that website. Check this out. I'm like, all right, <laughs> start working on it. So they're working on it right now. So we'll see what happens. It just, you know, I'm... Cause I'm older, I guess I'm not so young, you know, yeah. like these kids nowadays with all that stuff, you know, I don't really, you are not older. But I'm not, no, I'm not old. I mean, I'm you're, 48, you might have been but yeah, doing this for a long time, but you're not like <laughs> but not 95 just... years old. Not want a website. <laughs> no, no, I know my grandfather knows more about websites yeah, than yeah. I do. Yeah. He's, he's like 85. Uh, but you know, it's just, it's just something that I didn't need, you know? And like now I see possibly I do. Good. So, Good you know, you. you just gotta, you know, streamline it and make things work easier for you not harder and that's that's the key you know if you find that wor what works you don't want to change it but if someone has that little thing that helps you out a little more yeah. you, you got to try it <clears throat> good totally. good for you so how about you two because now you're both well-known fish markets and you guys are obviously like known each other forever you've known your dad i know him for, since he's been born yeah, yeah. really so it's <laughs> like and you, so you guys work together like i mean every people, day people would think you're like they're your biggest competition no no we're both i mean his dad kind of has been a mentor to me uh ken's been great you know his great actually his grandfather was you know the the knowledge that his grandfather always had you know if i had a problem i had to go up and see him and be like hey my lobster tank's not right do this and this. That's so cool. And he was dry. <laughs> he was just like, That's boom. So cool. Concise and, word choice. Priceless though. <laughs> yeah. really. But, you know, that, you know, I mean, and, and like Ken, you know, you know, he's been a mentor to me too, you know. I mean, he, you know, he's told me, hey, you know, watch this or do this. And, and I'm like, two years later, I'm like, you were right. <laughs> <laughs> and I tell him that all the time, like, you were right. You got me. That's great. Yeah. So, but yeah, everybody that, you know, we are, we're very good friends. We're both, you know, we're both two staples out here but we we work together and we like each other and that's what most people are like oh you know the, i'm like no they're actually friends of mine. i think yeah. that's it's really powerful because i feel like you have the most in common so you could be your biggest you know adversary or you could be your biggest you yeah. know asset and partner and but you know someone thing, who I mean, can help you and get it the most you know exactly i mean and that's the thing i mean we both know I mean, and i think it's also like you too, Carolyn. Like, it's not like you're rooting for other restaurants to fail or competitive. You know what I mean? Like, Never. if everything's good out here, that means it's good for everybody. Oh, and tries, it's man. exactly yeah, for like sure. if the North Fork is doing well, it's not like, a, oh, I hope they're not doing so good as us. It's like, it, I know Ian said the same thing about in Green Downtown Greenport. It's like, yeah, they'll run, they'll compare who had really good nights and Saturday night. But yeah, a little friendly competition is never a bad thing. It, but it and is. it also keeps you, I feel like, 
Um, Fresh. Yeah, like you can't rest on your laurels. And I think that's good for everybody. It's yeah. good for your consumer. It's good for your crew. And I, yeah, and like, I mean, the day after the, you know, Charlie had a fire, so he experienced it. The day after, it's almost four years ago, like he was one of the first people there with ice, and totes and other stuff. I mean, you, you, you find out who your real friends are when so you awesome, go through yeah. something like that. And the same thing when I had my fire. You right. Had, you yeah, know, no, the I same know. way. Oh my gosh. Yeah, we'll have to do one with him. We wanted to do, I wanted to have you on first and then have him and you on together, which would be fun. Oh, but. that would be great. They'll, uh, he's, he's, my dad is, you know, I think he praises Charlie more than anybody. (laughs) He's, he's his biggest fan. And and, and that's because I think he sees, I don't think I've, the only person that I know that works nearly as hard and often as Charlie is my dad. So it's, I think that's that's why they have a lot of common. I think too, we all know that we're passionate about what we do. We care about our business and we want people to win. You know, you, yeah. you see someone like just rolling up their sleeves and working really hard. You're, yeah. you're rooting for them. Yeah. hundred percent. And to- we need more people like that. I feel like, I you know, you just talk about, you look around about like some of these big businesses and you know, are, are they going to take the 14 year olds and teach them how to be an employee? You know, it's no, like, and- well, it's just, it's like, feel like for a small town for these, these are the businesses that make a community. It might sound a little cheesy, but I really believe that. And when people visit and they live out here and they can't put their finger on what it is that makes the North Fork so special, I, I think a lot of it is this. And I think not, I know I've talked to, we, I've talked to both about, of both of this, both of you about this. You got it. Uh, but it is not to knock the, some of the bigger like city corporations that are buying up some of the old landmarks here and rejuvenating it. But like to deal with them, to get paid from them, all these things. It's not the same relationship. No. I know you know this and you know this. It's yeah. like, and it's not, they're not hiring local kids or, you know, it's investing in those local people. Because you know. then you also wonder too, when things do get a little rough and you have to knock on someone's door and be like, hey, listen, I'm going to need a, just a little bit more time. And you can understand that they're the type of person who's not going to leave you hanging. They're not going to, you know, they're going to, they're, their word means something. Mm-hmm. And then you have each other's back because everyone has those times where they're just kind of like, oh, I don't, you know, yeah. not. So the times are moment. tough. I mean, you know, like and he, Cody knows because, you know, we always have money out in the street and it's like, you know, you know who's going to pay you. You just, you don't want to let anybody get too far in advance, but, you know, like the new places are like, they don't, they don't care. We're just a number. Yeah. You know, whereas like, you know, I say, oh, you, you, you're good for another two months, you know, just pay me when you can, you know, yeah. it's, yeah. And it's just, and then I, it's like in in the wintertime, I still try to keep my kids working that work for me in the summer. So I don't give them, you know, two days and they might get one day or two, you know, a couple sure. days after school, whereas they're done and they're done. Boom. Yeah. yeah. I know. I always wonder how people do that because, you know, we're, we're seasonal. We have, like you said, we have a good clientele and it's not as seasonal as it used to be, but I'm still totally in the red in the, in the winter. You know, if you do month to month, we have cash flow yeah. and I can pay my bills and I know enough to save from the summer. summer. So I have, right. you know, funds and I have cash flow to get me through the winter. But if you compare those months, like, you know, the PL is a little scary yeah. for those, for that January, February, March, April, sometimes May, June, depending June. on what's going on. <laughs> and it's like this time July, we're good, okay. Yeah, I know. July, July we're good. Right. But, but I don't know how you, how you start fresh, you know, like you, I don't know if they, like with that, there is those two schools of thought. Like you could put your whole staff and you can start fresh, which sounds like a nightmare to me because yeah. my crew's been with you, me for 10, 12 years. And you got to train everybody again. Mm-hmm. At least, you know, at least you got a few kids that have been there a couple of years. They could train the new ones. You know, it's like when you're going in fresh every year, it's like. Not only that, but then when it is time to crank, we are on it and we get better every year yeah. because yeah. we work together really well. We get faster, we get better, we get more efficient. I think that's how you build that culture over time that both of you have done such a good job of is. 
you know, once you go through it a couple times and train those people up, you can rely on them when shit hits the fan. You and, know? and they have your back too, you know? Like, I mean, it's like, like you said, I mean, not to like knock the bigger businesses because I think at some point, you know, there's a time and a place for that as well. But uh, I just... I just will always be rooting for the independent businesses and the small businesses and just the people that have that kind of big picture. It's not just about the bottom line. It's about their, their culture and their family and, and the businesses that they were leaving behind. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, that's like, you know, like I always say that about my kids, like during like Cody, I'll tell you Christmas is crazy for us. My kids will work till midnight, one o'clock in the morning. Why? Because they love, you know, they, they're, they see me right next to them doing the same exact thing as them. And they're like, why do you do this like this? And I'm like, because this is what we got to do. This is how we do it. And you got to trudge through it and be done. That's a fun four days. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but, but they're willing to do it. And it's like 4th yeah. of July weekend, you know, yep. like all my kids know you can't have off 4th of July weekend. You have to work and you know, they get paid for it, but <clears throat> you know, they get bonuses and stuff, you know, Hey, if you work that weekend, you get, you know, and stuff like that. So it's, it's just, you know, we build a culture out here for the younger group, I think, to, you know, want to work and, and be hungry, you know, and that's, that's the thing, you know, like, I, I, I like, I, that's why I love getting young kids, you know, like, I like bringing them up, and they kind of figure it out, and then, you know, before you know it, you know, you tell them to do some investing, do this, do that, and then all of a sudden, they're like, hey, I, I did this investment, or I did that, and they're like 16 years old, and they're making money that way, and I'm like, see, you know, and, and I try to instill that in all the kids, you know, it's like, you know, open I, their eyes a little bit. Yeah, you know, they, yeah. this world is huge, and we're just a little tiny piece out here. And um, you know, you can what you learn out here, you can bring anywhere, and make it work because people work. You know, not everywhere everybody works hard. You yeah, know? I thought Ian from Little Creek said it had a good point about it too, and it applies to your business as well. Like he says to his staff, like <clears throat> whatever you're interested in, maybe in, if you're going to go to college trade school go work somewhere else down the line like chances are somebody who's like one of the best people in the country or the world at that skill or talent or business or in that line of work is going to come through southfield fish market on a saturday in july and maybe you're going to help that person and and make a contact that's going to get you to the next phase of your life but it's a good way to kind of think about the job it's not just like a run of the mill oh i'm just you know giving people their cod and that's it you know i also some of the skills that you learn there you can take anywhere so if you are working on another career or something, even if it has nothing to do with a fish market or a coffee shop or a breakfast place, I do tell the kids, I'm like, listen, wherever you go, you can get a job at a restaurant and you can put yourself through whatever expensive college you want to pay for or whatever internship you need to have that's not paid or whatever it is that really to get to your dream, it is really nice to have these skills in place because you can work anywhere and be good at it and make money and it's a good thing to know. A little bit about the, one of my last questions here, the, the impact you have on the community as far as giving back, showing up and doing raw bars, donations, raffles. How did you kind of find the importance of that or the value of that? Was it something that someone taught you or you just kind of found over time or, you know, talk a little bit about like the, the importance of it and also the, um, what's the word I'm looking for? positive feedback or like positive reinforcement that comes from it, I guess. The- yeah, there's a lot of that. I mean, <clears throat> my biggest thing, like I feel like because I've been successful and I've came from, I came from nothing and I, I, I'm my own person, you know, and like the raw bars or whatever I do for people, like I just always feel like I should give back and my community, like the community gives us so much. So yeah. I feel that I should help 
help out also. So, and that's, that's something, you know, like that was instilled in me when I was younger, you know, like, you know, you don't need everything, you know, cause my parents had nothing. So when I'm growing up, you know, <clears throat> my friends would come over to my house. My dad was a lobsterman. We always had lobsters in the, in the crisper drawer. You broke them, you smelt them. If they didn't smell, you cooked them. So, and my old, my friends were like, oh, let's, let's go to Trolley's house and eat lobsters after school. You know, it's just, you know, you <laughs> always did they know they were living a rich life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, and, but at the time I didn't realize, you know, hey, you know, you know, I was just like, oh, I'm eating these damn lobsters again. I, mean, I, hate them. <laughs> I still don't even like them, to be honest with you, because I ate so many when I was a kid. So it's just, but that's, you know, my dad would bring home lobsters and, you know, all the kids and we always shared with all the neighbors, you know, whatever. And it just was always something that was instilled by my parents, I guess, to, to give back also. And I think that's what, to me, that's what probably is one of the proudest things I can do is give back to everybody. You know, I mean, I, I you know, I'm not going to be the richest man in Southwold ever, and nor do I want to be, but, you know, if I can make someone's day happier, I'm, I'm willing to do it. And such an example for your kids and for the people that you see, because they could see, too, that it isn't all just about that, that how much money you have or how much no. status you have. It's that, I mean, that you need it, and that's nice, and it's nice to work hard for it and get it, which, but it's so much, there's so much more, like you said. Yeah, I mean, just it's just... being proud of what you do. It's rewarding. Yeah. It's rewarding, you know, it is. I mean... You know, we, we're lucky. I mean, I, I, I'm lucky. I, you know, you know, I'm happily married. I got two great kids. You know, it's it's good. I mean, and and you know, like there's people down in the down on the things that need help, and you know, you just kind of you roll with it. You roll with the punches, and you do what you do. And there's some things I don't. You know, I'm not happy. I have to do, but you know, whatever, it works. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I hate you know certain donations, but whatever, you got to do. You know, yeah. it's just. The good outweighs the bad. Yeah, the good out, 100%. You know, like, <laughs> you know, we get hit up every day for something, for oh, a donation. 100%. So it's, you know, it's, and it's part of, it's, and it's part of the community because everything goes back to the community. Yeah. So, you know, one way or another, someone, you, you made someone's day because you gave them a yeah. donation. So that's, that's my biggest thing, you know. Like, it comes like, back, comes back yes, around. 100%. It does. You know, I mean, even on a bad day, it comes back around, yeah. you know. I mean, and, you know, you know, everybody knows what we do out here, you know, so it's like you can't, you can't get away with nothing out here. So it's like, <laughs> yeah. did you know that? Da, 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 Pros and like, cons of the small town. Yeah. yeah. Pros and uh, cons, for sure. For sure. I have one more question. Just uh, going back to 1999, 25 year old Charlie decides to open South Old Fish. If you could go back in time and walk through the door and say, Here's some advice for what you're about to do the next 25 <laughs> years or for somebody thinking about starting their own thing or jumping into Sophie's with both feet. What would you, what would you say to somebody who's on the fence about taking over something and making it theirs and pouring their heart and soul into I it? I love that question. Pouring your heart and soul into it is the key. Yeah. Um, and liking what you do. Um, it, it's, if I could go back, the one thing, if I could go back in time and say, you know, do this, this, and this, I'd probably invest a little bit more because um, I didn't start investing until I, I invested, but not good until later. Um, two, I mean, I worked as much as I could when I was 25 because I had nothing. So I, I had to get through everything. So, but I don't know. I just, I, I mean, I, I, I worked hard and I played hard, you know, and, and that's the key, you know, you got to like what you do. And, and I go back, I think about that a lot actually, because I'm like, what would I have done different and if i changed anything if i went back and changed anything it wouldn't be like it is today right so i i mean i'm very happy with what i got today i'm very happy where i am in today's society and 
you know, you just got to, the, the key to it is just working hard. And that, that it, everybody works hard and just mentoring people, you know, just trying to get them to come with you. That's the key. You know, you, you could do anything by yourself, but you still need, you need the little Indians behind you to help you. You're yeah, like, just, need the team. you're just talking about leadership. In, yeah. In 100%. Purest you know, that, form, yeah. yeah. You know, that, that's the key. I mean, you know, like, I'm here, but I still have everybody else to, you know, doing things and, you know, you, you gotta, you gotta, like, if I wish when I was younger, I did a little bit more of that, you know, like, Hey, you guys do this or that, you know, I was like, Oh, yeah. I'm doing this. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. So that, that's the key. I mean, I, you just gotta love what you do. And if you love it, you gotta run with it. You know, it's just like Sophie's at first. It was like, Oh, now we figured it out. And it's, it's, it's a lot of work and don't get me wrong. I mean, Tommy and I every day were like, ah, oh, what did we do? Because once you build a monster, it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. <laughs> the ball gets bigger. And, you know, it's like, you know, and it, it's, you got to love it. That's, you got to love what you do. And that's what I, you know, I like chaos, so I don't know. Yeah, you got to a little bit. Common theme on this yes, podcast. Yeah. <laughs> if you Small go business in, owners. In, yeah. in, in, in a restaurant business or anything like that, yeah. you got yeah. to be crazy. It's an organized kind of chaos. Yes. So sometimes. No. Sometimes. Yeah, sometimes, but not all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's that four o'clock rush on a Saturday in July. That's yeah. how. Yeah, right, when you're working and all your friends are on a boat. Somewhere. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's overrated. Yeah, there, there's no life. It's all work. I'll go to the beach yeah. on a Wednesday. Yeah. I'm fine Tuesday. with that. Tuesday, there's no one. <laughs> and it there. rains. Yeah, <laughs> it's even not better. Yeah. Not everyone. <laughs> Sleep on a couch. Oh my god. It's yeah, the amount of times I see Charlie, he's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, thinking about going to play golf. I'm out of here. Yeah, <laughs> I played the other day for the first time. Yeah. 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 there you go. I went out uh, on Zen, so it was my third go. time ever playing. First time ever played eighteen holes. So. Oh. Nice. See, now we got to take more time to play golf. All right, that's Uh-oh. what I took Here away from this podcast. That's good. That's right. Only, only took like twenty five years. <laughs> I got to get better before I play. Yeah, <laughs> well, no, you don't. That's all right. Oh yeah, that, he's like, oh, that's okay. Uh, he's a pro. Just <laughs> this was awesome. If I was a pro. Charlie. I wouldn't be working. <laughs> I, yeah. This is yeah. awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank yeah, you so much. Thanks so much. Great. It was really fun. If if you somehow don't know where to find Charlie at Southfish Market, yeah. tell us where you can find you. <laughs> I'm on the East End, uh, well six uh, six four seven five five Main Road, Southold, uh, right uh, right around the bend of uh, Cross from Goldsmiths and Weagle Bait and Tackle. Nice. There you go, and soon to be website. Soon, very, <laughs> very soon. Wow. And That's Instagram, awesome. Facebook, etc. You can yeah, find them there. Yeah, yeah you cool. can find me anywhere. Just or at Sophie's. Yeah, let's just go stop by and say hi. That's probably or the best. Or my van. Yeah. <laughs> Cruising from one place to the other. Yeah. Very cool. There thank you, you so much. This is awesome. Well, thank you, awesome. Thank awesome, you. Charlie. Thanks. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please be sure to tell a friend and rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts. Get in touch on Instagram at For the Love of Business Podcast. Our email is For the Love of Business Podcast at gmail.com. Until next time, I'm Cody. And I'm Carolyn. And this was For the Love of Business.